Today is ours. Let's live it. And love is strong. Let's give it. A song can help. Let's sing it. And peace is dear. Let's bring it. The past is gone. Don't rue it. Our work is here. Let's do it. The world is wrong. Let's right it. The battle is hard. Let's fight it. The road is rough. Let's clear it. The future fast. Don't fear it. Is faith asleep? Let's wake it. Because today is ours. Let's take it. beautiful people this is your girl Arielle Dominique and you are listening to episode 17 of our podcast say it with your breast this podcast is based right here in Louisiana all featuring young women who are ambitious colorful magnetic energizing and just straight up dope right here in our state so if you know some young women some friends of yours um, maybe someone who's a mentor to you, who you think would be awesome for this podcast, please hit me up. I'm available. DM, email, text, email, whatever. Let me know because I know we are out there all trying to do the same thing. Be our best selves. So this episode is going to feature our girl, Shamika Shoemake, and I am so excited and so blessed and honored that she took some time out of her incredibly busy schedule to talk to us. And one of the things that she talked about, which, you know, I think we kind of all could relate to is the fact that, you know, sometimes we ask for greatness and we ask for blessings and we ask for promotions and all these things and we get them and then we get them and she gets real and we are maybe a little burnt out or maybe a little tired or maybe a little stressed. And you know, what's interesting about this is, you know, I was just curious because I love talking to, and I'm not going to say I love talking to people. I like talking to some people and in talking to some people and talking to, you know, friends and coworkers and people I'm close to. Um, one of the things we talk about is just the fact that, you know, we really admire our parents even more now who worked really, really hard when we were young and in school and even in college to keep things afloat and keep us moving. And the fact that a lot of the people in generations before us worked really long hours and worked the same job, maybe 30, 40, 50 and plus years. And so I was curious, you know, how this is playing out now with millennials, because, you know, we're all working, but not necessarily working in jobs where we're 100% fulfilled. And it's really interesting. So I easily, you know, just typed in, I don't even remember. And this Huffington Post article came up, which was about Americans and millennials and, and boredom and, and not pursuing our passions and, and how it affects us psychologically. You know, the fact that our judgment isn't the same. Um, our goal planning is not the same. Um, assessing risk is not the same. Our emotions are not the same. And I've spoken to a couple people, a couple people very close to me who want to go and talk to, you know, life coaches or counselors about um, the effect that their jobs, lack of jobs or lack of um, fulfillment is having on their lives. And these are people who are like me and you, you know, maybe in our 
late 20s, early 30s, um, just trying to figure it all out and see how we're balancing all of this. But what I found was very interesting is that you and I and, and all of us, we're really not alone in this. You know, we're working really long hours. Um, we're stressed, maybe laying awake at night, not getting enough sleep, not really engaged. It says that this study found that only 29% of millennials are engaged at work. Now, I just recently made um, a big decision. I guess it's a big decision. To me, it, it's kind of big. But, you know, the job that I've been working for about five years, salary, benefits, you know, the deal, security and all that jazz, I decided to leave. Um, and one of the things people kept asking me was, is it burnout? Are you burnt out? Is it, is it the place that you're working? And to tell you the truth, it's, it's not. It never was. You know, I worked in a school as a social worker. I enjoyed my kids and families I worked with. But there's a huge difference between doing what you like and doing what you love. And at some point, you need to focus on what you really love and make it work. And I dedicated this year to just making shit work. Like, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to call whoever I need to call. I'm going to um, re-record one song a thousand times until it's right. Um, I'm going to reach out to managers and, and, and I'm going to reach out and do the things I've loved. You know, I haven't been doing much modeling and um, performing and just all that jazz, right? So whatever it is that you want to do, I say all of that to say that I really want you to listen to this episode. I really want you to know that you're not alone in this and that, um, you know, hopefully your night's staying up or not sleeping or maybe self-medicating to go to sleep, like taking sleep meds or smoking or whatever it is that you got to do. One, I don't want you to judge yourself harshly for it. I don't think that's fair. But I also want you to recognize that you're not in this game just um, for one end result. And something that I always remind my friends is that you can change your situation at any time. You can make a plan if that change can't happen right away. You can make a plan. You know, I kind of knew for a while that I wanted to make a change um, in careers and just focus on music and investing in real estate and things like that. And I just sat on it for a while. I thought about it for a while. I made a plan. I followed through with that plan. And hopefully that means I also have time to really, really hone in on my podcast. And I say my, but it's our podcast. So we're going to jump into things. I just wanted to share with you um, some of my thoughts on that because this has definitely been the year of change for me. It's been the year of change for a lot of people that I know who have decided to simplify life and maybe focus on what they really love, and even go after what they want. Even though when we get what we want, sometimes we're just tired <laughs> and you need to take a break. And, and that's okay. Like I said, we're not judging ourselves so harshly. But um, Shemeika was awesome, you know, speaking with her. And I'm going to definitely give you guys some, or some background on her. But some of the things that I took away from speaking with her was one, and this stood out to me, um, probably the most was that um, one of her hashtags is introverts who influence. And I took that away because, you know, I don't post a lot about, you know, going out with my girlfriends and hanging out and a lot of that. I really don't, even if I do. Um, and I don't necessarily post all of my family interactions and FaceTimes and all that stuff. And I'm very, very focused on what I'm doing. And so sometimes it comes across as, you know, um, being an introvert. 
But one of the things that Shamika said was that being an introvert doesn't necessarily mean you're shy. And I really like that because, you know, for me, it's all purposeful. You know, the, the work that I want to do is purposeful. This podcast, purposeful. My music, purposeful. Getting into real estate, purposeful. And so, um, you know, being introverted, and for those of you out there who are not introverted, it's all good. <laughs> all love. Um, But for those of us who are a little bit more introverted, I thought when she said, you know, it doesn't mean that you're shy. That to me is very powerful because the language we use, we believe. And what we believe, we become even more of. So I think that was really striking for me because being a performer, sometimes people put that in your head, you know, Um, being someone that's out there, but not all the way. People put it in your head that, oh, she's just shy or he's just shy. But it's it's just that, nah, it's, it's on purpose. <laughs> and the second thing I really took away, probably the deepest thing um, that I really, really enjoyed was, quote, you are somebody's answer, end quote. So I'm going to leave that right there because I want you to listen to her explain it. And we're going to jump right into this. But let me give you some info on her first. <music> Shemeika Shumake is one of the Gulf Coast's most requested social and climate justice speakers, as well as a community organizer, momentum builder, author, and poet whose global platform has reached and served, listen you guys, over 10,000 people. From a struggling single mom to community leader, Shemeika's courage and determination has inspired worldwide and helped countless audience break through their sense of powerlessness, to discover their own untapped talents and infinite potential to transform their community and their world. All right, so let me tell you about Shemeika's Life Liberation Agency, an educational and life skill service. So she does many, many things, but mostly they equip you with the tools to liberate your time. Come on, reclaiming my time. As an agency, they specialize in streamlining and organizational structures and systems, offering consistent and high-quality products designed to empower you to achieve maximum impact with minimum input. (laughs) Come on now. To achieve your vision and to grow your bottom line. They serve all businesses, but they specialize in providing solutions to coaching and consulting businesses, strategy agencies, nonprofits and community organizations run by women and gender nonconforming people. Their mission is to help clients develop the strategy, motivation, and accountability required to succeed in their missions and achieve their vision while thriving with ease. Their company sees each contract as an agreement, not between a business and its customers, but between partners who wish to create a close and mutually beneficial long-term relationship. This will help to provide greater long-term profits, come on, money, through referrals and repeat business. Check this out. Their guiding principles, making thriving in business easy, all caps, easy, through efficient, effective strategies and systems. Leaders serving leaders, inspiring success while achieving results. World-class service with a servant heart their value in every conversation, in every interaction, and teamwork, honoring the dignity of the human spirit, balanced with playfulness and creativity, becoming citizens of the world through transformation and self-growth. Stay tuned. We're going to listen to our girl, Shamika Shoemake. Thanks, everyone. 
tuning in to another episode of Say It With Your Breast podcast. Um, it's been about a month or so since our last episode, and I'm really excited because we have an, a new influencer, even though she's not new to influencing. Um, and we're going to talk about some self-growth and personal development and becoming profitable and all those really good things for not only businesses, but individuals. So, um, Jamaica, Hello, and thank you so much for being on an episode. No, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. And then today, like I told you briefly, today everything blew up in an amazing way. <laughs> um, so I think I feel very like serendipitous because I'm gonna take a moment to center and just enjoy this moment. Okay. Yes. So we'll start there because clearly today has been a lot. Um, and you're still pretty much working right now. This is not like you're just taking a breather. She's working while, you know, kind of taking a breather. But what has today, what has happened today? And what, how are you feeling right now? Um, literally before this whole thing, I, um, I, I even told my partner, I was like, okay, I need to have like a gratitude moment and a reality check of like, None of these are real problems, mm-hmm. but I felt completely overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, because for months, you know, like people and like success is a thing, right? Uh-huh. But people talk about overnight success. I've been working to brand myself specifically as an influencer and changing the college business for months, and then today my Facebook blew up to where I couldn't accept any more friends. So I was like, okay, now I have to go and delete people who I don't actually interact with because I want, cause, you know, your personal page, you can do things you can't do on, like, professional pages. Right. And so I want to make sure that, I mean, I accept anyone, but there are some people who I've had previous engagements with that I know that they're just not really doing anything, and that's my big thing is people who are doing things in the world. Uh-huh. Um, and so, I, uh, but just, just, Things, small things like that. Or um, I had a client who, um, one of the things that I do is I help people build, build businesses around their purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm a communist with the whole thing. You want to ask questions. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's like my way of like destroying capitalism while being in a healthy, happy space. So it's like, I love it. Money, you do good work. Yeah. And so she's finally ready to launch. Like I've been working with her since February and she's so brilliant. And then today I had an idea you know, that, that worked because I've been working to get her to actually launch the product and she agreed. So I was like, no, we have to launch the product right now before she changes her mind. <laughs> While I have this huge piece of art, ridiculous strategy that I'm launching today. And so like all of these things are great things. Um, I also got invited to um, the speech from the governor at, at, uh, at UL and got that invitation yesterday and realized that I needed to be in Lafayette at 1 p.m. at, like, 11.30. Oh, wow. Um, and so it's been like that. Uh, like, not a single bad thing, just overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but, like, one of the big things that I do is gratitude. Because I see gratitude, that's just grace. And so, yeah, today's been completely overwhelming. Growing pains are real, right? Like, it's not, like... Oh, you grow, and then everything's magic and sunshine and butterflies. It's like you grow, and then you have to run and catch up with, with everything that happened. 
Right. But I just take a moment and be present right now. And so I wanted this. I wanted <laughs> to be able to have this moment with you, and be on a podcast, right, and talking about what's going on in my life. I wanted the, the client who's launching, she's like not just a client. She, um, one of the first when I started to restructure my business, my, one of my concerns was leaving my community behind. Yeah. And so I offer things at prices, like I'm offering a package today that's $3,000. Uh-huh. The package that's very similar, actually it's the same package that I'm offering that she's using, she paid $27 for it. And it was when I didn't have all of the like, not that I have all this polish, but now people trust me more and they see what I'm doing, all these things. Right. She just decided to jump with me for $27. So like, I almost want to cry because now today when I'm ready to blow up, she's ready to finally do the thing. Right. Um, and so I'm just grateful, you know, like, so what? So today was busy, whatever. I can <laughs> go home and meditate more and replay my day. Like, that's not a real problem. Right. Um, and so I feel better already, you know. Like, that's it's, good. Like, You're accomplished. That's a, an amazing feeling. Even though I, I, I understand you're saying, like, it's a lot right now, and you're doing absolutely the most, but you're fulfilling your purpose, so that's cool. <laughs> and I'm strategic, so this is the thing, because it's not healthy to live like today. I will not. Not I every day, not. no, no. <laughs> not ever. <laughs> not now ever. Now that I know, like, like, is, not ever. No, now that I know this, like, I, I, I created some new boundaries, so... Today, um, I spend, I have like a quiet time. I spend three to five hours each morning doing me. Mm-hmm. Now, that might sound like a lot, but that's, I have some health challenges. So that's me taking care of like my medicine part and that, and then that's like my meditation and my spiritual practice. And then I'm, I'm I do coaching and, and consulting. And so I'm in coaching and consulting because like I'm not going to be coach hypocrite, you know, like if you. Any yeah. type of leadership I am, I have that sort of leadership so that I'm held accountable and I'm always growing. Um, so there's the, the very first three to five hours of the, every single day, I take care of me because we serve from our overflow. Uh-huh. Um, but then I was getting all these messages that were like, because I was doing, you know, I was, like some of my overflows, my coaching is on Facebook. And so I'm on Facebook and people see me there and they're assuming that I'm available, but I'm like, no, I'm being fed. So I, I just copied and pasted. I created this little copy and paste boundary of I'm doing my morning meditation and it kind of says what's going on. This is how I respond. And if you don't comply with it, I'll just block you. Because uh-huh. this is how I take care of my energy so that I can take care of you when I'm not doing that. Right. And so I've, I've been saying that I was going to come up with a list of boundaries and then I needed a list of boundaries today and I came up with a <laughs> list of boundaries. So... Yeah, no, that's not going to ever happen um, again. That's why I'm saying it's like growing pains. It's not like a bad day happened. It's just that circumstances happened. I mean, you know, that I, I felt overwhelmed because I wasn't previously prepared for. Right. But that gave me the opportunity to prepare for them. And so, once again, not a real problem. And this is one of those things that like, I, I sometimes have real problems and other people have real problems. But I, I like to keep that a perspective of like, this is it. A real problem. Like, what bad thing is going to happen if I didn't respond to all of the messages today? That's true. Nothing. And I like one of your hashtags that I saw in one of your posts. It was uh, introverts who influence. 
I like that. And Shemeika goes on to explain why her work is so important to her. And for all of us out here who are grinding, I think remembering our purpose is so very important. So my whole purpose is liberation. Um, when I say liberation, I mean that it's, so this is like sort of my catchphrase, mm-hmm. is that it's possible for every single child on this earth to have clean water, clean air, a community that is safe, education that fulfills their purpose, that inspires them, like all of those things, it's possible. We have the technology and the resources. What we lack is the collective willpower to do so. Mm-hmm. So I believe we owe a debt of gratitude to all of our ancestors to bringing us to such a common place as this, where it's possible. Right. But we owe it to our children, all of our children, like all of the children, yeah, to do it. Right. Right. So that's my purpose is to to inspire. Um, both the collective leadership of mm-hmm. people who can cultivate these things. So that's why I was like, I'm burning myself as an influencer because I like to celebrate people who are doing who's doing incredible work. And I I have some I have like five skill sets that I can help those people also be more effective at those at that work. And but what people don't get is that I am a super duper introvert. So other than my partner, so fiance now, which is weird language, but <laughs> it is what it is. I, uh, who like. You want to talk about radical changes? My health crashed and my business blew up, and so he quit his job in a week. That I mean, radical changes. Yeah. Like his job, he went to college for. <laughs> yeah. um, That's love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, so other than him, who I've been screaming at. <laughs> I like the puzzle of it. 
And so what's been annoying me, I told you, was uh, my email doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You sign up for people's stuff, and then they send you MailChimp emails forever. And I was like, so I'm not doing that. I'm going to find a way to actually connect with people on social media in, mm-hmm. like, a real authentic way. So I have this whole Instagram story that I'm building. And I'm doing these graphics, and I just want to explain what I'm doing. And I haven't done any of that today. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so excited about that. But you know what? Like, on a spiritual level, because, like, I'm not religious. Like, well, that's true and not true. Mm-hmm. I am becoming intentionally religious because I'm very political. Right. Um, so I've learned that claiming titles, you can say and do things. But I'm very much big on I trust everyone on their journey. Yeah. Um, as long as they're doing, you know, living in love and light. And so I just, like, keep it light as much as possible because that's not my, my mission is to, like, achieve liberation. Not, I'm not anybody's preacher. Um, <laughs> but, like, but spiritually for me, it's like, yo, yeah, you have to make all this money, but it's not about you. Yeah. So, so like, it's it's healthy and it's good that I was like, oh, I'm going to do this thing because I'm finally – you know, not, I don't have that money mindset and I can make money without feeling like I'm going to be, you know, this person who exploits people, which was a long journey for me to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for like all of the universe to conspire to be like, yeah, but today's so not going to be about you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I feel like that's a healthy lesson. And that, that, and that actually like the fact that I can adjust at 621. Well, I do want to get into more of your background because, um, you know, the more that I read up on you and I know that your background is extensive in, you know, political, the political climate and um, bringing about change and even like legislative work. What in your background or or even just even now in, in the experiences that you're having now, what have you learned about people? Whether it's in the legislative, the legislature, or a college campus, or you know, a, a, a private organization, what have you learned the most about people that you have now used to kind of help transform your own personal journey? I know it's kind of deep, but I think no, so you got me. <laughs> I, I, live, I live in the space that people are fundamentally doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. But most of us do not require nearly enough of ourselves. Mm. Do tell. And so, <laughs> yeah, so I don't go around judging people as good and bad, but I go calling everybody out to dream bigger and do bigger and be bigger and be better. Right. Everyone, myself included, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because uh, I have this thing, I, I say you're necessary. You are necessary. I don't know, you know, I People, I don't know who, who are I telling people they're optional, like, like people who can sing and be like, oh yeah, you don't have to sing. You don't really need to go singing. It's not going to change anybody's life. It's not like music changes lives. <laughs> right. something else. No, you, you are necessary. You know, you are someone's answer. Right. Ooh, like, oh, that was good. You are someone's answer. I'm going to use that. <laughs> no, I mean that. Like, that's what I said. Grand myself as an influencer. This is my message. Is that you, every single person on this earth, every single one, you are, like, you are someone's answer. We need each other to survive. I, I say I'm a communist. Like, I, I, I have to, I'm working on, you know, 
I'm a sociologist by education, and I'm working on a better operational definition because I understand all the complications about whatever. But when I say communist, I mean that community comes before profit, community comes before everything. Mm-hmm. Community. And and so, because, like, we are a part of an ecology, just like the earth. You know, we're a part of the earth. Yeah. And so we need each other to survive and we have gotten out of that that's what bothers me about ca- capitalism it just so happens to be the system of oppression that i'm most focused on right now uh-huh. I'm a national. yeah <laughs> no, 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 no. like that's just the one that i'm interested in. i'm hyper focused on right now no but uh, because i'm a strategist and so like that's just sort of i see the world through systems and so this is just kind of like where my giftings work yeah but i um no, no, no. I, I mean, I mean everything. I don't speak in hyperbole. It comes out that way because I, I'm passionate, and I told you like I'm an introvert who influences. But when I show up, I, that's one of the things I teach. I show all of the way up. You get 100 percent of me because we're just having this conversation, and then after this conversation, maybe all that's divine will let me go back to do to work, or maybe not. Today's <laughs> <laughs> been like that. Well, we'll see. But generally speaking, I do know that that's not my, you know, not, not my lifestyle or my life flow. Yeah. Tomorrow, I will have my five hours of time to myself. So right now, whatever, I, you know, I'm showing up 100%. I'm not going to play small. I'm not going to say things. I'm not going to not say something because I'm concerned about how it's going to be perceived by someone else. Because I'm human. I right. care about those things. But right. then, like, but what, what, if, what if I have something to say that's my truth? that someone who can save a million lives needed to hear. But because I was so worried that three people might not like me, right. I didn't say it. Right. So like I, I just I, I, I make that choice to not ever do that. When I show up in a space, whether it's political or ministry or poetry or whatever, you know, when I'm showing up in a space, I show up one hundred percent. You get all of me. Um I don't know where we went, but the, the if you but the, that my like my my but no, I love that. Thing, I, I will say is I always want you to, I, and I want you to know that because like right now today in this moment today was today's been a day for me, and your energy and the way you approached it, and you were so laid back with my chaos, <laughs> I was able to like to recenter. Yeah, you were necessary. Yeah, no, like you changed the flow of my day in a way you don't know because you didn't. I am but nobody to talk about somebody having their life together, okay? So <laughs> I would be the last person to, to come at you like that. That is, yeah, new. But no, you definitely, I mean, I'm even looking at this article. I know this is way back in 2015, but this is you, you on a podium, you know, pretty much at a rally letting people know that you're not going to stand for the the inappropriateness of the Confederate flag. Like no, yeah. That 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 to me okay. takes an amazing amount of courage, especially as a black woman in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, okay? Like come and on I'm people. State it, it, come on people. So, I mean, how how was that experience for you because in today's climate, seeing how far we haven't come, what what are your thoughts on that? Like on our progression or or the the rate at which we are not growing, <laughs> and 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 I'll and I'll say how, look at the glass half full. The rate that we are growing, but what are your thoughts? Um, 
Yes. So I wouldn't be as radical. I tell people all the time, I wouldn't be as radical if the problem wasn't that big. Yeah. So I'd rather, I'm an introvert, I'd rather go sit in like a cabin somewhere and, you know, write poetry. <laughs> like, is the world a perfect place? Yes. We have the, the dichotomies exist. Yes. Right. So, no, I, um, that doesn't. But so, my dad who I am still mourning. She died a couple years ago. We, mm-hmm. were, we had a very complicated... Uh, it happens. Yeah. You know, I say that because I'm mourning, but, like, my relationship with death, uh, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, grief is an ongoing thing, but, mm-hmm. but I've been, I've been, I've been um, writing a lot of poetry, and so I've been writing poetry, and I've been feeling very connected, so I'm not in, like, a sad thing. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, like, no, but the thing that he taught me, he jumped, he was a paratrooper. He jumped out of planes for a living. And into enemy combat. Wow. <laughs> like, I was raped by yeah. Come on, you talking, about talking about courage, hey? <laughs> yeah. And so, but the thing that he taught me about fear is that he said, you go to soldiers, the day you're in that plane and it's time to jump and you're not afraid, do not jump. Because fear is not your enemy. Fear is a hypersensitive awareness. Now, what you choose to do with it is is, is your choice. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we from there, you know, I philosophize. I said, in the moment of in the moment of fear, and that you know, people talk about how they woke. Yeah, I'm woke. I'm whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, really being woke is to be afraid. If you want to really be real, yeah, you woke is when you are afraid. But when you, because it's a hypersensitive awareness, right? You are aware of like, dang, like this is crazy. Um, but what do you do with it? And so, do you choose despair and say this is how it's always been, therefore this is how it's always going to be, Mm -hmm. or do you choose hope and say, I'm gonna do what it takes until it gets until it gets done? That's what I was saying. I'm I'm solution oriented. I'm not really interested in whose fault it was unless it gives me additional information on how to fix it. Yeah. Other than that, what does that solve? I, I, ask, people, I ask people, whenever I get to the table with whoever, whether it's like I had a meeting with me and 20 other people and the U.S. Attorney Loretta Lynch, like, or if it's 16 high schoolers, I have three questions. What world do you want to live in? Why do you want to live in it? And what are you willing to do to get there? And that's all I care about. Right. Every single thing else is irrelevant. Because everything else is about saying, it's about abdication of responsibility. And so, like, I'm in this whole personal development world and this, you know, this abundance mindset. Yeah. And I say that with quotations because I'm going to tell you what what, what annoys me about that community. Uh Is that they'll be the quickest to act as if systems of oppression don't exist and say that your life is a product of your choices. That. Yeah. I'll take that. My life is a product of my choices. So is your community. Yeah. Your community is a product of your choices. And so if you have people who are experiencing homelessness at ridiculous rates, if you have children who, like I live in Louisiana, you know, it's where when people quote unquote fail a test, like don't even get me started on that, and then you go to prison cell, yeah, that's a product of your choices too. Yeah. And so like that's like, when I say I call everyone out, <laughs> and then I can and, and please believe that I'm, 
the most ruthless with myself. <laughs> but, uh, be I gentle, am, be know, gentle. I, I, <laughs> huh? I said be gentle, no, be gentle. <laughs> be, and, and, and I need to repeat that also because that is, I'm in this place with my health because I'm so ruthless. Like, uh, it's because, like, I tell you, like, I, for the kids, I, I had a really traumatic childhood growing up. Mm-hmm. And the question I always wondered was, where were the adults? And so when I became an adult, or like, do you ever really become an adult? I know, right? I, I like, haven't. <laughs> when I quote became an adult, I was like, I'll be the adult, you know? And so you're right. Like, I do need to be gentle. Because I, I spoke out, said you follow me. I have this hashtag, and it's called 52 Weeks of Free. And so I'm all about liberation. Yeah. But I declared 52 weeks of free, and that was about me. So it's not about me getting anyone else free but me. Mm-hmm. And so that is part of it, is me learning to be kinder to myself and to love myself more gently and to have compassion and to do to, to practice all of those things that I teach to other people to me with, like, intention and, and deliberateness. Yeah. So I appreciate your reminder of saying, <laughs> all right, it's great to be ruthless and get it done, but, like, be kind to yourself because that's balance and wisdom. Yeah, it's it's worth it. You're worth it, right? And to have the energy to continue doing everything that you're doing and to be able to help the clients that you're working with and, and just through, through exactly what you said, through your influence alone, you know, you have to be able to take some time for yourself, just a little bit, here and there. Yes. Um, one of the things, you, you sound reluctant to take any time for yourself. I, I have not. And so I'm going to receive that and go, because, you know, I have my, my quiet time in the morning, but that's really just me saying you have to fill up your cup. Yeah. I, 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 I did. I'm going to think about that. Um, one thing I have done, because, but it's not for me even, it's about being in healthy relationships, is that I've designed that I take a month off. So yeah. that for my family, we do vacation, and then Jamaica's not type A, to where, you know, businesses, honestly, like, I might even let them grumble, if that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but that was, that's still not for me. That's me saying, okay, you all deal with me being the way that I am, and mm-hmm. flow with me so that I need to make sure that I honor that. So mm-hmm. I have, to, I, I do, like, I couldn't even respond to you right now and say, you know what, taking time for me would look like this. I am helping a client build um, the thing that I was, we're launching is a book club for busy people. Cool. And so, yeah, no, no, it's really dope. She's so dope. Yeah, I um, love that. Yeah, and um, she, um, like, I'll give you her information. She's so dope. She's so dope. I, um, but, I, like, that is something that I asked her for. So, because um, we were trying, we were working on, she's like a really good educator, but I told you I build businesses around people who do good work who aren't making enough money. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, like something that I really need is a space where I can read books at my pace, which is like five pages a day because it's part of my, my morning time, right? right. Like five pages of these different books. And um, But then nobody else is reading these books at that slow pace. Hey, so if you join them, they've done in a couple of days. And I'm like, a month later, I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. And so she did that. So I'm going to think of other things that I can do. And then my neighbors, I have some neighbors who um, who invited me and my partner to go hang out with them. And I, I was like, that I put immediately on the end of the list today. And yeah. so I'm going to take some time and we're going to respond to them and plan 
do the things kind of like what you just said, like to remind me to be gentle to myself. Oh, nice. Perfect book. So I read like one or two of those a day, get deeply fed, and that is what she gave me. Like when I say educated, like it's like, yeah, she's the dopest. So if you want books, yeah, if you're like, I want book recommendations, um, that but I will I get I ask people for book recommendations all the time so I'll send you some what kind of stuff do you like to read um all kinds of stuff honestly um but if it's if it's something just for fun it has to be like about witches and vampires and like like sorcery and spells and like fun stuff the books that I've been reading are by Deborah Harkness and they are addicting well the f- I read the first three of this series. I think the first one is called like Darkness of Something. I don't know, but they're by Deborah Harkness. They're very amazing. <laughs> I love them. And I think there's like a new one. I'm waiting for that one to come out. But it's, I'm either reading that or like Conversations with God. Like it's one of the two. <laughs> or like Deepak Chopra. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, hey, so let me get back on this too because I want to get back on... More about you. Um, tell me more about your poetry, because I know you talked about it being part of healing and, and um, an outlet for you and your energy and your thoughts. But how, like, are you exposing your poetry? Are you going to have a book of poetry? Where can we find your poetry? Or is it something you keep for yourself? No, I don't keep <laughs> I'm such an open book about... The only thing that I... I and it's funny, because even... He and I have been talking about, we've been thinking about, maybe we'll talk about our relationship. An introvert. Uh-huh. Something private. But then people keep projecting this ideation of, like, perfection on our relationship. And I'm like... Ew, why? Tell them to butt out. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, well, I mean, it's just interesting. Because they were like, relationship goals, and I'm like... I threw clothes at him yesterday. Like, <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> well, people see a moment. They see a moment, and they assume that that one moment is every single moment of every day. And so, you know, we. I sometimes remind myself that humans are just human because sometimes I'm just like, really? Like, stop. <laughs> Raise your standards, okay? Relax. <laughs> No, and I appreciate that because then, yeah, no, maybe that's like one thing that we can actually keep to ourselves, and I will be healthy actually. So now I'm gonna do that. We, um, we don't have to like share the world about how our, our relationship functions, but you know, whatever. But you know, unless I, um, you want to. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Because for me, I, I'm just I, I live my life. I do this thing called living out loud. Yeah. To where I believe. Um, I want to inspire people, not to you know, not to be perfect, but just to to just to live live their best life to, and and to define that for themselves. So right. there's not a whole lot that I keep. There's not a whole lot that I keep to myself about myself. So mm-hmm. um, I told you this whole Instagram strategy that I was doing. Um, that so one part of it is that the when you do Instagram, you know, you can caption. Right. The captions, because um, the graphics are going to be data and stuff, but the captions are all going to be poems. And so uh, I've already written two of the 12 poems that 
I can do that. Um, I'm doing a Patreon for my YouTube and my podcast. And so um, a big thing that I'm going to be doing for the people who support me on the Patreon is giving, you know, doing my chat books and doing stuff like that. And then um, the next line after I do Introvert to Influence, because my marketing coach was like, you have to focus for 90 days, Jamaica, because otherwise people have no idea what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll focus. Uh, I'm doing this, this thing called Poetic Dreams where I'm going to help facilitate space where people write poems, you know, the way that I do to get out of the way of their dreams. So yeah. you can, um, finding poetry for me is you're going to find it wherever you find it. Yeah. Uh, like, because right now I only have two books that are for sale. They're on lulu.com, and you can check that out if you want to. Yeah. But you can get my poetry anywhere like um on instagram um like i said i wrote i can if you want it's like a short poem like a really really short poem yeah um, of course that's gonna okay so when you remember that love looks like patience patience is waiting kindly waiting waiter serve in that sacred place beautiful amazing necessary you Ain't never been done. You got glory oozing from your pores. You pour yourself a cup of that goodness, love, that grace. Love looks so good on you. Okay. Mm. Just like a small poem. It's not like, like ooh, super deep. Glory oozing from your pores is pretty deep. Okay. Well, the premise of this whole, the whole, because I like, for art, um, like art is, is my healing. Mm-hmm. Art is my healing. And so like I've been making like jewelry and all this other stuff. It's like I like to just play around with things. So the whole introvert to influence is really like um it's a system called Myers Briggs that I use. That yes. I, that I, I love it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm it tells you a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I hate the way most people use it. So I'm breaking it down for people on different levels. So that they can see in ways that are impactful both for them individually and so they can understand and communicate with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want I wanted it to be because on IG I always want everything to be like beautiful and artistic and stuff like that. So uh, each I'm doing love like like First Corinthians love like love is patient love, love is, is kind yeah yeah so that one was love is patient so that's why like I was like oh when you remember that love looks like patient so. Sometimes my poems are like, I have some poems that like, I'll be like, that's fire. And then sometimes the poem is just a poem. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I love about poetry is that they're not all like, going to stop you in your tracks. But right, that gives right. you space to where you don't always have to, that, that's not what life looks like, just show up. Right, I like that, just show up. Tell me this though, okay, so um, because you are both uh, politically woke, right? <laughs> and also an artist in your own right and you are in my opinion if you are somebody who's helping other people you are a healer in whatever way you heal you heal now i'm gonna kind of relate this to something recently that happened in pop culture and i want your take on this okay now everybody had went in on kanye west okay everybody went in on kanye west for saying what he said about slavery being a choice and he, you know, came back and recanted that and apologized for it and whatever. 
What do you think about, as artists, the responsibility as well as the, as he likes to say, the free thought? Because we talk about, okay, we want to accept people and love everybody, but then we have this responsibility that comes with, well, are you a role model then? Are you just going to say whatever? And then how do you find your own personal balance? Because I know you said you don't necessarily think about um, other people, not not thinking about other people, but you're not thinking about, well, if you're doing something to harm someone else, my intent is not to hurt you too, but my intent is to bring light to what is happening, right? Am I getting that right? So what what are your takes on that? Like between what is art and self-expression and then what is responsibility? and restraint. So it's funny because I um, I actually didn't know what he said until just now because I built a certain bubble around myself. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally burst um, it. <laughs> no, 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 because I Googled it when he said that because I, I wanted to be responsive. It's like, no, whatever. It's not, like, <laughs> I'm not fragile. I have just, when I say I built a bubble around myself is that whenever something, um, whatever he said didn't actually like children didn't die, Right. There's not a whole lot of people in my life who get really hung up. I knew I knew something had happened, but I wasn't. They weren't like debating the America. Right. Were like they kind of had. They were talking about the sort of what you're saying, but I didn't know what words he had said. Yeah. But I knew something happened. Okay. Um. And so, so no, I'm not okay. And I'm. I mean, I'm not like oh I'm triggered or anything like that. Right. I'm admitting that I have built this, this interesting bubble around myself. Um. But I haven't really compassionate relationship with Kanye West as I think I identify with him deeply on a lot of levels mm-hmm. so um, I remember after Katrina when he was like George Bush don't like, don't like black people and everybody got upset and I was just like nah you're right <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, he said it though and you mad that he said it but like you know you flew over a city that's drowning full of black people like you're not going to tell me that that wasn't a racial decision. Yeah. I, now, I don't judge. So, wait, this is my whole thing. I'm a, my, my partner is an immigrant from India, and I came from, my both of my parents were U.S. military citizens, like, born, whatever, you know? And so, like, he's Indian, and I'm I'm a native-born, I mean, he's a U.S. citizen, but I'm a native-born U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's this dynamic of, like, he will always be anti-black and I will always be an imperialist and love mm-hmm. with like deconstructing that daily, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, I'm not, I'm not of this purest mindset of like, oh, you're not racist. Like I, I, whenever I have conversations with white people, I'm like, no, you are racist. Mm-hmm. It's like you jumped into a pool colored, like this is an analogy I use. If you jumped into a swimming pool full of blue dye and expected to come out, come out, without being dyed blue, you're delusional. <laughs> right. So, like, so we live in a white supremacist society, and you benefit from that. So, like, can we not be more obsessed with not being racist than getting it right? I always tell people, like, I'm more, I'm not so much interested in being right as I am in getting it right. Yeah. So that's why I declare that I'll always be an imperialist. It's not that I'm like, oh, I'm cool with being an imperialist. It's just like, no, I have... 31 years of a peerless perspective of like this is the way the world works and this is the way the world 
should work. Like, there's this guy who I'm cool with who's in Ghana who, like, I just make these assumptions about, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he kept asking me to get on WhatsApp. And he, like, prays for me and encourages me. He's a, he's a beautiful person. Um, and he kept asking me to get on WhatsApp, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> I realized that it used less data. Mm-hmm. And that internet for him was not what internet is for me with my two phones and tablets and my mobile hotspot. Yeah. So, so like, that's that's the kind of imperialist thinking that I was like, dang, dude's open over here encouraging me. And I'm just going to say that because I was like, I'm not putting more apps on my phone. Right, right. Um, so, I started to circle back to Kanye. Uh, he, I feel like he, you know, you become an artist, you didn't stop becoming a person. Like, mm-hmm. we don't do that for doctors. We don't say, oh, okay, you went to 12 years, and now it's your job to keep someone alive or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're not a doctor because you said something that I disagree with. Right. So as an artist, what you're doing is putting you out there. And who, who said I have to be simple? Who said I have to be right? Yeah. Who said I have to be easy to consume? Yeah. Any of those Do you think we're too hard so, on ourselves, and therefore we project that on other people? No, I don't think we're hard enough on ourselves, mm. and we want to put people on pedestals. Yeah. So that, so that he has to be, he has to be, you know, like okay, this is and I, I, this is the reason why, like, I have like a lot of compassion for him, um, and I want to really dig into what he says because I, I spend more time, I think, paying attention to what he says than a lot of other people. Because I think he thinks a whole lot, and I think he hurts a whole lot because yeah. he thinks a whole lot. And those two things kind of go together. You know, if you really, if you woke and you paying attention to what's going on, there's a lot of pain there, and hurting people hurt people. Yeah, that's what um, it sounds like. And courageous, yeah, and courageous people say their truth because other people speak, speak some crazy stuff too, and and don't say it out loud. <laughs> but this is a this is a moment that I will say that. I think will best summarize how I feel about Kanye West, and I I, I can't speak to what he said because I told you I literally just moved. No, it's, right and now. it's not about what he said so much no, no, as no, I want you. Yeah, no, your meaning. Yeah. Um, I have a friend of mine who, so like I, I I'm a Christian, Buddhist, pagan. is how I identify right now. I mm-hmm. all paths that are lived in love and light, and I'm actively studying others. So uh, I will say that like Christianity, or I'm not Christian. Like the idea of Christ, we could put it that way, is very central for me personally. But I find it to be destructive, dangerous, and violent to project that onto anyone else. And so I say that whenever I do talk about my faith, that this is my personal choice, and I have zero judgment for anyone who has any other thing because that bugs me about Christianity more than anything. Um, with that being said, I have this I have this guy I grew up with who's a Christian rapper, and at one point he had this Christian radio station. Okay. And so he invited me on for an interview, and we're chit-chatting. And I had not heard Ultra Light Thing I hadn't heard the song yet. And so he was making fun of it. And I, and I was like, that was kind of their thing. They were lighthearted. But I was like, I don't think that's funny. You know, so he was like, man, Google the song. So I didn't have time to listen to it because I'm on this interview. So I was reading it. And so I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, they reading the lyrics without hearing it or whatever. And I was like, but yeah, like, I still don't see how this serves anyone. Um, by like mocking him, you know, mm-hmm. that was this whole sort of situation. And then you fast forward, and I'm going through this life, this life altering situation, and ultra light beam is on my worship list. Oh, wow, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, because like, because like he, because because just just like it speaks to me in a way that I'm just like, nah, dude's an artist, and he, he what he is is he's a mystic. He 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 looks beyond what is acceptable, like conventionally, and says, I challenge, I challenge the status quo of the woke. Like I challenge mm-hmm. the status quo of of everything. I challenge. I question. Ooh, this is the perfect full circle moment for me. The I told Davender today what I grieve the most, and this is honest, speaking to the universe. What I grieve the most with my dad is mm-hmm. that he's my favorite person to talk to because we would have conversations that just that that other people would not even dare to have. Mm-hmm. I remember once I, I was concerned because I got too dark in the summer, and he didn't say anything. That's what I said. I got too dark, and the next day. There was a book, a scientific explanation of melanin in the pineal gland next to my mother. That was like, oh, that was wow. my dad. I was like, no, he's like, like that's magic. I don't ever want to hear you say some nonsense like that again. But he didn't say that. He just, that was how we talked. We talked in ideas and books. A person who would make me feel, who would, I would feel, I would not miss my dad less, but I would feel like, oh, I could never have those kind of conversations again is Kanye West. If I could have a person who I could just talk to, it would be him. Mm -hmm. And that's because he's a mystic. He questions everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that we should all benefit from that. So there may be some merit to that. Like, how about that? How about there might be some merit to that, but we don't want there to be merit to that because we don't want to take responsibility for anything because we like to look at the world as black and white Mm -hmm. instead of saying that it's a multitude shades of nuances and infinite grays. And the reason why we like that is because it it relieves us of responsibility. Because as long as life is complicated, you have to stay engaged in it. You have to stay a part of it. You have to stay paying attention. But as soon as you can say, this is right, this is wrong, then then you get to be right, other people get to be wrong, and we still have the Klan flag flying over state capitals, and we arguing about whether children should, like, have health care or not, like, because we decided that we can just make things right or wrong. So the the long, complicated situation is is that I have seen him struggle with mental illness, I have seen him struggle with career things go all over the place, but I have seen him stay consistently authentic to himself, and as an artist, Mm-hmm. as an artist not all those other things that is what makes you an artist all of these other people who like you know, I, I'll just go ahead and step on toes I did not like Beyonce for the longest until recently mm-hmm. like she just became an artist to me like in the last couple of years before that she was like a pop machine she was probably, I think she would honestly agree with you <laughs> I think she would because even she made a statement or her, her mom made the statement saying that she felt like she had finally gotten to a point in her career where she could say what she wanted to say. And I think that's mm-hmm. that says a lot too, but what were you doing before? You know, <laughs> which of course your yeah. talent is one thing, but to be able to have your own voice and use that, that voice in your art is true freedom. So if you didn't feel truly free before, you know, what exactly, what exactly were you putting out, you know? I know what I'll say this. This is the responsibility, I believe, of the artist, not of the healer, not of the politician. The responsibility of the artist is to make us have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, because that annoys me. 
of the healer if you're if you're hurting people then you're not fulfilling your job mm-hmm. as a politician if you're not making powerful choices that benefit the people then you're not doing your job mm-hmm. but what is art what is art and so art is taking the esoteric and bringing it into the tangible in some sort of form, right? Whether it's like mm-hmm. visual art or music. And so that's what he did. Is he took an esoteric idea and brought it into the visual form. And you and I just had a conversation that I think is interesting. Right. And so uh, do I judge it right or wrong? No. Do I think that he hurt anybody? Honestly, no. No, It's like, he's Kanye West. Like, it's not like he's Oprah. (laughs) Exactly. He's not Ayana out here. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, let's be real. Like, let's not, and I'm not trying to minimize that, but, you know, it's not like he doesn't say hyperbolic statements or that this is the first time he's said something that's controversial. But I do say this, and I'm not a person who takes for cis-head black men because, like I just don't. Right. Um, I just decided recently I don't not take for them, but I decided that you know, like all the all black people are just head black men apparently. So I just decided like a couple of years ago that I I, I take for everybody who's black but since I don't hate on them, I'm just not caping for them. Mm-hmm. But um I, I, I will say that 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 black men or at least people who are perceived as cis-head black men are never allowed space to be nuanced and complicated. Yeah. And had he been anything else, not cis-head, not black, not male, then that conversation would have been approached not as whatever, but it would have been approached with nuance. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I guess, what do I think right now? Honestly, like, I feel like I have a whole lot of compassion for him and I want to see what he has, what actually was said. And whether I agree with what was said or not, I don't think it's going to be um, important. He just got put on my wish list of somebody who I want to have conversations with on a yeah. regular basis. And I'm definitely uh, curious to see where this music of his is going to go. Because I, 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 like from watching the entire interview, not just the sound clip that, um, you know, the part that caused all the uproar or whatever, but I've been watching the entire thing there's definitely a sense of um, you can there's a lot of passion there and it's a lot of um, you know I want to just make people think you know I just want to make people hear me and I want to make people see me um, and the ways of which we all go about that is not necessarily anybody else's um, say so that's that's on us and when you're working with like when you're doing your coaching and consulting I, and I saw that you work with Nonprofits and community organizations and um, strategy agencies, kind of on the same same line of art and expression, and just getting people to talk about what it is you want them to talk about. Is that something that comes into consulting? You know, helping clients find a way to get the conversation going. So I told you those are my like. What do I care about in a conversation? But the very first thing that when I work with a client is I ask them what's their dream. Mm-hmm. And then they tell me, this doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're a politician, a business, what's your dream? And then I ask you to dream bigger. Mm-hmm. And then you dream bigger. And then I said, now I want you to imagine in a perfect world what would that dream look like? And they do that. 
And I said, no, I want you to assume it's true. And that looked at me like I'm crazy. And I said, <laughs> if you haven't thrown up in the back of your mouth yet, you're not that dreaming. Your dream is not big enough, right? <laughs> your dream is not big enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so no, 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 like, I... I, that's my dream. Liberation is my dream. Is what if? That's the thing that scares me. Like, who are you, Shoemaker? Who are who are you to declare yourself liberation made manifest? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you to do that? That's the dream that makes me throw up in the back of my mouth. Still, <laughs> that's the dream. I'd be like, I, I just started saying that out loud, and I'm just. I'm confident enough to where you say something enough times to where you just like people expect that from me. Uh-huh. But even as I say it, there's a part of me that says, who are you? Yeah. Um, if, I, I think that if you don't perpetually feel that way about your dream, it's not big enough. And so I'm a dreamer. Um, what I'm good at, though, is pursuing it like it's possible. And and the reason why, uh, I'll give y'all some free coaching. <laughs> I see that, huh? The only... No, I'm going to give you, like, this is what I tell my clients when I coach them. The only moment in the whole universe that's real is this one right now. Everything that happened before is a figment of our imagination. Like, I mean, it happened, but now when we remember it, we're not experiencing it. We are imagining it. Mm -hmm. And everything that will happen, we're not experiencing it. We're imagining it. The only thing that, if there's any such thing as reality, is now, right? Right. Take two steps right now. Just step, take a cup and take two steps in the immediate now. And it's physically impossible, even if you are, you know, and I, I, I'm experiencing some mobility issues, so I recognize the ableist um, thing I said in that. But it works if you can walk, you know, mm-hmm. um, because we use steps as, like, I have a five-step program of what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so when I say that I am liberation made manifest, I strive to be as liberated, as free in this moment, as consistently as possible. And the more I do that, we are not who, we're, I, I, I'm about like to butcher somebody's quote, but <laughs> basically like we're, uh, like Aristotle said, and if you're like, Aristotle said that. But somebody said, you can do this. Right, um, a wise man um, once said. <laughs> A no, excuse me. A wise woman <laughs> most likely, likely yeah. said. <laughs> a wise woman most likely got, 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 got jacked up tonight. Uh, <laughs> said, um, oh, I I'm sorry. I took, you off, but, uh, I took you away from your quote. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It's, it's totally okay. Um, but uh, the point I was going to make, though, and so somebody can Google it and be like, this is the quote they were talking about, is that you we are not who we say we are we are who we are habitually Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. i am liberation made manifest if i choose to be my most liberated self as often as 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 often as i'm aware to make that choice yeah and then i share that with other people then that's who i am to be that i am who i say i am that's why so um so that's that's when you I talk about dreaming big, you know, people get overwhelmed. No, I'm a strategist and I can I have foresight and I'm like, what's first of all the plan, as soon as you put the plan in action, just FYI, it's not gonna work. But but it gives you a framework and so there's there's benefits to being a strategist and you have to be adaptable, yada yada yada. 
But the, the, the deep part of it, like, you know, the, how you really change your life part, is to recognize that the only moment that's real is right now. And so you get to choose who you are right now. Um, I do this with people all the time, my partner, my clients, or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll recognize that we chose. So I, this is a moment of, of, of I could drink some vulnerability. I, um, I, I prayed that I just wanted to heal people like Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I was evangelical Christian. Like, I'm not that kind of Christian now, but I was, I was, I was one of those people who I now am, am learning because <laughs> 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 uh, you know, I was very judgmental and unkind to people. That's what I mean by that. But I, um, but no, I, and then, so let me tell you about like some health challenges that I'm having. I, I'm most likely being diagnosed with MS. And mm-hmm. so right now, I have these things where, like, it's like my brain skips. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'll say something and I can be like, oh, I forgot. But no, I'm just at a point where this happens sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, there's some things I can do to treat it. Uh, but, okay, so you, oh, full circle, what was I talking about? So, yeah, so I, I prayed this prayer, I remember. But I wanted to be, to be like Paul. Because Paul said something about, like, I can be, well, you know, I'm happy if I have a lot of money or no money. Mm-hmm. And so I went through no money for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to a lot of money. I mean, not like, you know, whatever, but I went to, you know, having over six years and just being comfortable. Yeah. And, like, I, I stayed in resistance to that because I felt like, oh, I'm not as good of a community organizer. I'm not down, I'm not down with the people because I'm not broke. Mm-hmm. And so I started to self-sabotage, and, and now I'm in this position where I just did not have resources for some very basic things because I wasn't making money the way I needed to because I had that money mindset. And so I got to the point where I was just like, nope, I'm resolving that today. Yeah. Today. And um, and so that's my whole launch is, is that it's a $150,000 launch. I can do it. I know how to do it. That's part of why I'm so focus on it personally yeah. is because I'm just like I'm going to break that today to where you know what people can think whatever they want to think about me your comment is decided that you're going to make $150,000 today right I'm going to do it making art teaching Myers-Briggs and being nerdy and esoteric and I might be up to 2 o'clock in the morning doing it with, with MS because I'm type <laughs> 8 and a hot mess sometimes and <laughs> welcome to Jamaica's world right? <laughs> what I need what I need is for that to no longer be an issue in my life, for, mm-hmm. for me not to be struggling with who who am I, you know, who mm-hmm. am I? Am I am I down with the people, or am I capable of fulfilling my vision? Because mm-hmm. that's where I get caught in between. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I just decided that who I am today is the person who's gonna do whatever it takes to make $150,000 pop up in my PayPal today so that I prove to myself today that that's who I am because that's who I choose to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I wanted to show up fully today. And right, I love it. No, thank you life. so much. You have, I mean, your clients are getting life coached and getting the message and the word through just life experience and you just have such a positive energy about you like I know you're saying you were really scattered today but you don't come across as scattered at all 
and you very focused and I feel that energy from you that you know best of luck with everything you know not just your health of course you know of course everyone would love to wish you the most luck with your health and you know but I don't see you slowing down it doesn't look like you plan on slowing oh, down <laughs> contact you since I know you're changing your contact right now where can their people hit up your people I live, I live <laughs> on Facebook I live on Facebook okay um, so my, my friends list hopefully I'm going to keep cleaning it out because I want as many for the longest time I was like just you know be my personal friend you don't even have to use the professional page but I'm going to by necessity spend more time on my professional page now that my personal page has mapped out so I'm going to, um, I have, I'm working on a system to get with a social media coordinator because I want to actually touch people. So I'm, I'm figuring out ways. Um, and I have a coach, Lisa Nichols, um, who has like, she's ridiculous. And she still finds ways to touch people, you yeah. know, like, like where she's having actual interactions with people. Um, so I will ask everyone to be gentle with me over the next like 30 to 60 days as I figure out how do I still maintain my energy yeah. and, um, and, and, and be in contact. But I always want to be like a real accessible person. So Jamaica, uh, I'm, I'm at Jamaica's World Everywhere. Oh, I know where. IG. Yes. Instagram is okay. Yes. So no, because Instagram is not going to lock me out and I can still, you can still get in my inbox and then I can get back with you when I can get back with you. Okay. So get... Um, as Jamaica's World um, on Instagram is the easiest way now to contact me, and I live on social media, so yes, that's how you can get in contact with me as a real person. <laughs> as a real person, you, like, as, all you robots out yeah. there, leave her alone. <laughs> what happened? No automated emails. <laughs> yes, no, 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 but it's okay because I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not asking a friend or an assistant or anything. As, as not a penance, but as a promise to myself to stop signing up for people's emails, <laughs> I am pressing unsubscribe to every single one of these 6,800 emails. Please, do yourself so a favor. I yes, I've done the same thing. And as I get new ones, I just continue to press unsubscribe until I finally get down to real emails. <laughs> like, yes, so I can find my real emails. So, yeah, once I finish doing that, email will be the way to contact me. But until that point, I live on social media, and I'm at Jamaica's World everywhere. But I, I don't really do Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter. Those I might check, you know, every once in a while. But Instagram yeah. and Facebook, I live there. Gotcha. Gotcha.
you guys that is it for episode 17 of our podcast say it with your breast thank you so much for tuning in please follow us on instagram at say it with your breast you can follow it on twitter as well but you're probably wasting your time to be honest with you <laughs> but follow us on twitter siwyb podcast facebook and www sayitwithyourbreast.com where you can read about all of the guests on every episode. Thanks again to Shamika. Oh my god, such an inspirational episode. I definitely needed that and I hope someone out there needed that too because she was definitely the answer. All right, you guys. Thanks so much. Bye.